0: For better connectivity and all that, but the agencies that were there, like, who knows what they're doing. I mean, they had one guy from Texas that, 2009, he switched over to Salesforce. He was doing 40 million in sales, 2017 to 342 million. Say that again. Guy went from 40 million in 09 to 342 million in 2008 sure. insurance into- Yeah. So what? Uh, well, home and auto. Uh-huh. I don't know. What state did you say? Texas. Texas. Um, a little bit distri- different distribution model, but what he was talking about was like efficiency, common platform, scalability. Like, oh, yeah, that's why I'm here. I want to learn about this, right? So. Um, and then another agency, same thing. Um, taking what they were doing in a traditional insurance agency, putting it, digitizing it, or making it electronic, and then creating scale and growth nationally. So local agency gets on the platform, utilizes various tools on the platform, goes national, and now has a system to grow. And so um, I just keep thinking like. Why aren't more agents at these things? Like, what? Either, either I'm the smartest guy in the room or the dumbest guy in the room. I'm not sure yet.
1: I'm betting on the former. (laughs) Well,
0: it's like, so I just keep expecting, like, when agents are going to look at technology as a key part of distribution and a significant investment and a part of their operations. Yeah. There's not. Well,
1: you've kind of hit on it before, right? I mean, you look at our industry, and there are so many legacy. Issues, and I think they will get there, just like everything else. But there needs to be a very clear path defined for them to follow. There's, There's not too not. many agencies that are doing what you're doing and basically just saying, "I'm making this investment. Imbe- I've recognized this opportunity. I'm making this investment, and I don't know exactly what the outcome is going to be." Historically, we are show me what the outcome is, and then I'll make that investment and follow the path. but like. Believe-
0: when I look at it, I'm like, okay, there's two choices. You could polish brass on the Titanic, or you could get to the lifeboats. I have no idea if the lifeboats are going to make it, but given the choice of two, right. I would much rather make it to the boats than worry about shining the brass. Right, like, right. I just I don't understand that mentality. I just don't... We don't live in that world anymore. Right. You know?
1: Well, so, you've never lived in that world from the time you started. Well, but I was trained by...
0: F- fathers, and uncles, and guys that just, you know, I, mean, I got, I, I, I went through all that, I had all the traditional training, mm-hmm. you know, so I've had it, but I don't I think it's different too, like, more like, if you've inherited something, you have a much different view of these components than if you had to make a product selection and, you know what I'm saying? Oh,
1: sure. It's like anything else, though, right? I mean, there are advantages that you have having started from scratch, but there's also challenges that you've encountered that we may not have, right? So it's good and bad with everything. It's all and how you look at it and what what you do with the opportunities that you're presented with. So I think just. Knowing you for the last 10 years, what I what I've recognized is what's led us to the point where we are, not so much as an agency but as an industry, is not gonna be what gets us 10, 20, certainly 30 years from now. So I don't look at it so much as, oh, it's great that we're making these investments or we're following this path. It's this is mission critical for our long-term survival. And I don't know if Charlie's ever gonna want to take it over or not. If he does great, but I would at least like to be in a position where if that's what he wants to do, there's a viable, thriving business that exists, yeah. and the way I look at it is if we don't do these things, that's not going to be the case.
0: Yeah, and I think part of, I think what you're realizing too is part of your legacy to Charlie is your preparedness for now. Yeah. And I don't think that was the case with generationally and insurance agencies. It was just like, hey, there's a business here, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right? There's yeah. people doing things, I do, I've done things, yeah. now you're going to do things, right? Now pay me three times for <laughs> 10 years, right? Yeah. But I think Charlie's going to stand before you and, and he's going to say, okay, dad, so you're saying there's an opportunity here? Let's evaluate your level of commitment and investment. Is, what am I taking on? And let's really talk about what the value of your work that you've done mm-hmm. and what I should be perpetuating here. Mm-hmm. Go, you talk, I'll listen. Right, I mean that's what it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be a much more sophisticated transaction, even internally. Right? Sure. So you got to be ready for it. You are.
1: No, I'm not. You I'm are. working on it. He's four, so I've got time. <laughs> I got time before those hard questions if start. If I had over every time I sat down with an agency, I it's just like, wait till you meet my daughter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing, and she's taking over the agency. you like, well, I would love to meet her. Where is she? Well, she's at soccer practice, right? Now. <laughs> but her sixth-grade teacher says that she is exceptional and will excel at everything she does, and she's going to be taking over from my wife and I. It's like, oh, awesome. OK, well, let me know when she's done with soccer. Let's talk to her. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Does she already say, like, I'm taking it? right, too. Like, yeah? Yeah. Really? It's incredible. just going to change the industry.
1: That's awesome. Right? So. Oh yeah.
0: I don't know what the number is, but is it like $1.21 trillion? I mean, everybody's getting paid. Okay, so like we just start there, it's like everybody can get, like everyone can have a race car. Everybody gets a race car in their office, right? But how do we do it smarter and you know, I think that's why, like, today, you know, if you look at it, they've got, percentage of distribution is going through pretty unsophisticated operations. They've got, you know, their top 25 highly sophisticated, I mean, you know, pretty sophisticated, although when you take another look at the hood, you wonder what it is. But, I mean, 75, 80% is going through just traditional agencies, and that's a concern for carriers, you know. So, so. we can all just say, hey, like, that's a lot of our volume, so we need to help those people. Not all of them, but for those who want help and need help, like, 80% of their distribution, um, there's probably a significant amount of ballers in there that just can't get recognition, they can't get through the system. So the one thing I've learned at Indium is, okay, I can see that they're in that 80% pool with every carrier. There are top performers that just don't get the recognition. They lack the tools, they lack market access, they lack the relationships, whatever it is. But if they could just get that thing, they're going to be a top 20 percenter, and so how do we build resources where that person can opt out and opt up, right? and then connect right in and go. And so that doesn't exist. So it's like, you gotta, I mean, I knew Matt. Matt's helped me get appointments, right? So, but if you didn't know Matt, it's like, you know, I was looking for an appointment. I called Matt, and I'm like, hey, you guys got this company, like, you drop a line for me, put a good word or something. And it's like, and that can't happen sometimes. It's rare, it's getting rare now, but like, if you don't have that relationship, how do you get that company?
1: You know? I so, really I guess.
0: I guess. I guess. so there's this big subjective part of it that just still sucks. And nuts. Yeah,
1: and It does, but the more, so like the technology that you're building, the more you can sort of. Um, what's well, uh, the stuff I'm looking for? Yeah, but the more you can make simplify or make you know make these sort of more objective pieces easier to just write, yeah. then you can spend more time on the subjective stuff. Okay. As an agency now or an agent now, has to so much time together tools and try to figure out what works. I mean, it's just like, it makes your head through yeah. to put an onboarding campaign together. What yeah. should take three hours takes three days. So imagine
0: if you decrease that to three hours, and now you have two and a half days to spend on relationships Yesterday. Else. Well, in that top 20%, now that I'm trying to be in that club, um, it's a little bit it was close because they've, they've They were in the right place at the right time, had the right behaviors, but now when you look at what's running their operations, they're they're still largely unsophisticated. They're just the amalgamation of a lot of M&A and smashed together technology. But they did it before, and they did it faster and better, and so they're in the top 20%, so that bottom 80% can get there and outcompete them by making core investments now. And being a, a subjectively, being having the right mindset, oh, they can they can go to the top now. Like you can get to the top if you're doing the right things on a small scale. You're going to be able to unpants the, the incumbents because they have made those investments. They've been sitting on size for something. Like,
1: you know,